Good morning. I greet you with the words of Charles Wesley. The song entitled, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. He said in the first answer, Love divine, all loves excelling. Joy of heaven to earth come down. Fix in us thy humble dwelling. All thy faithful mercies crown. Jesus, thou art all compassion. Pure, unbounded love thou art. Visit us with thy salvation. Enter every trembling heart. Love divine. What a great thing it is to know that we are loved by God. And you know, as his children, he has placed within us that ability to love. And one of the things that his desire was, before he left planet Earth, he prayed, Father, that there be one as we are one. Morning after morning, I'm sharing with you these devotions on the family. And I trust that you are allowing these devotions to build. They are connecting one into another. Tomorrow's devotion will connect in today's devotion. We are building. Oh, and I trust that you are sharing with others. We close last morning with what are the purposes and principles in marriage. And we said marriage purpose, number one, is companionship or partnership. We found that Adam was alone in the garden. And God said it is not good for a man to be alone. And I have learned loneliness is not good. But you see, marriage purpose is partnership. In order to have partnership, companionship, there must be friendship in the relationship. Let me say it again. In order to have companionship or partnership, there must be friendship in the relationship. In Amos chapter 3, reading from verse 3, here's what the scripture says. Can two walk together except they be agreed? May I remind you this morning that Companionship involves intimate fellowship. Companionship in marriage occurs when both can say, my partner is my best friend. You know, there are many people that are married today who are husband and wife, but they are not friends. My partner is my best friend. There are too many marriage relationships where there is no friendship. Too many marriage relationships where there is no friendship. Marriage call for oneness. Hmm. Can two walk together except they be agreed? In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 24, the Bible says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. There are many things one need to be reminded of when one thinks of his or her own flesh. In all my life, I had never seen a sensible man beat up on his own flesh. If you see a man beating up himself, it means that something is wrong with him 
upstairs. I had never seen a sensible man beating up himself. In the marriage relationship, we must understand that words like minds should be out of all vocabulary and replace with the word ours. What am I saying? The word mind should be taken out of my vocabulary, should be taken out of my wife's vocabulary and replace with the word ours. So let me explain. It is not true that it is my house. It is our house. It is not my car. It is our car. It is not her car. It is our car. It is not my bank book. Now I know I can get in trouble here. It is not my bank book. It is not her bank book. It is our bank book. It is not my land. It is not her land. It is our land. It is not my bed. It is not her bed. It is our bed. It is not my children. It's not her children. They are our children. It is not her problem or his problem. It is our problem. It's not my money. Not because I may have walked on the job. I need to be reminded the clean clothes that I wore to work. She cleaned them. She cooked the food. She cleaned the house. She mined the children. What you and I like for ourselves, we must also do for others. You know, sometimes the man would need to do the work that the wife does at home. And I am sure like many men, the man would not want to have a second or a third day. It may seem like the homework is no joke. Ask me about it. When your wife is not around, then you understand how much she does, even though you don't do as much as she does when she's not around. We only do the basics. But what you like for yourself, you must do for her also. The things I love for myself, I must do for my wife. So in so saying, I should not buy a new suit for me and she wear the same two dresses every Sunday, one in the morning and one in the night. No, 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 no. I am not wearing two suits, one in the morning, one in the night. Why should she have two dresses, one in the morning, one in the night? I would not like that for me. So I should not like that for her. When you buy yourself a cologne, don't forget to buy her a perfume. So when you buy your cologne for $75, don't buy her one for 15. What you like for yourself, do for her. When you're fixing your hair, when you go to the barber to fix your hair, remember that she need hers fixed at least three times since you fix yours. Yeah, sometimes we love to look at others and say, boy, she looks nice. She looks nice at the expense of someone else. Your wife can look nice too, but you and I must be willing to give her what it takes to look nice. What am I trying to say? What we love for ourselves, do for others. You say, but pastor, why is it always the men? Well, that's what one may think that it is always the men. It is both men and women. Next morning, 
we will pick up on the ladies and remind them what they love for themselves they must also give to others give to the man give to the husband oh what you love to do for yourself do it for your mate our father thank you so much for these words that we are able to share morning after morning with these your people may these words not drop on deaf ears but may they be heard and received may someone be helped oh god help us to live lives that are pleasing unto you we love you we praise you and we adore you in jesus name i pray amen and amen god bless you be careful as you move around today have a great day in the lord see you next morning